Welcome to Diacast, the fairy fun art of podcasts. Here on Diacast, our group of six fey trickster spirits play different RPGs, bringing you a new game and system every few weeks. This week we're playing Once Upon a Birthday, a tooth-rottingly sweet fairy tale RPG by Lynn M. Mayer, where a collection of fairy creatures conspire to throw a surprise birthday for someone very special. My name's Jacob, and as you may have noticed, we are eschewing the usual formula this week, partly because we're a bunch of loose cannons who won't play by your rules, man, but mostly because we're also a bunch of overworked and or underpaid young adults who occasionally drop the pasta when it comes to scheduling, which is what happened this week. So apologies for the difference, we'll be sure to pull ourselves together in time for the next episode, and without further ado, I hope you're sitting comfortably. Let's get to it. So hello, today we are playing Once Upon a Birthday, which is written by Leanne M. Mayer, and it is a very simple fairy tale TTRPG. So, it's about four or five pages long-ish, and we can roll our characters now, because it's really fast. You just need a d6, a d8, and a d4 to roll the character, and then just a d6 to play. And also, pencil and paper, come on, it's a TTRPG. If anyone's made a character, that's chill. If not, we can roll them together, which I think will be quite amusing. Right. It's a little bit similar to Honey Heist in terms of you just roll on the table and then you pick some like accessories, but this is like, you pick a little power. Oh, I love Honey Heist. And then you pick an item you're bringing to the party. Uh, yes. I do like that. It's like, uh, it's like you'll need a pencil and paper. Of course you'll need a pencil and paper. This is going to be one one day. It's like, you're going to need a piece of paper, a jar of marmalade and a Jenga set. <laughs> <laughs> the premise of the game is you are magical creatures attending a birthday party of someone important in the realm. I have oh, rolled... When you said party, you I thought you Literally meant like party. the party, the questing party. Nope. I didn't realise that's it what you It is a birthday party. Hooray! So I've rolled the name of this land and it is Stardale. And I've rolled a couple of other things which will become apparent later. I haven't followed the tables that they give you as a GM exactly. I've slightly modified them, but if you wanted to follow exactly, it'll make it really easy to run. H is a rogue. I'm just a rogue. And I did pretty much follow it. I just kind of took like more than one prompt from each thing and combined them because I am a rogue. Let's have fun. Let's make characters. Who wants to go first? Do we have to roll for character or can we choose? Uh, You can choose if you're desperate, uh, but rolling adds a nice randomness. But if you're set on one, then I really don't see why not. That's the thing. I want to be the fairy godmother. I love the idea of being fairy godmother. As a note for what magical being are you, which is the first table, uh, it's super simple. So as Luki said, the fairy godmother is literally number one on the D6. So if you roll a one, you get it. It says fairy godmother, you get a specialization, which is insight, and then you get a tool, which is a magic wand. And you're meant to just roll and get everything in that list. So if you're a fairy godmother, you automatically get a magic wand. But I'm going to suggest if we want to be a bit more random, we could roll each time. So once for character... Once for specialization and once to for tool, which could end up with some really weird combos. And I think that's more us. I, I think that's more yeah. fun. Mm-hmm. Let's do that. I like that. Okay, so, Luki, did you want to take Fairy Godmother? And then roll for the others. Cool. So, I've got Fairy Godmother and then I've rolled a two, which is survival. survival. Note this oh down. Write this down on a piece of paper. <laughs> Fairy grills. And then I've got Ooh. five, which is a cauldron. Ah. Oh, hell. Interesting. Ah, for survival, I guess. Cook soup. Mm. All right, who's next? Fairy godmama. Fairy godmama. I mean, I will take enchanted animal all day, every day. You know I will. 
Okay. So Helen is an enchanted animal. Uh, do you want to roll I for your specialization? I promise to not be a cat. Thank you. <laughs> that was a one. So insight. Mm. And then a four with an umbrella. Oh my, yeah. oh my god. Oh. What animal looks <laughs> good with an umbrella? My brain is immediately going kangaroo. I say lima or like a bush baby. Oh, that'd be so cute. Wouldn't it? I was going to go with chipmunk. So, Aww. that's also really cute. That's, a chipmunk with be a little adorable. parasol. Like a tiny Kay. little umbrella. All right, who wants to go next? I have already rolled. I got a six, a two, and a six, also known as a pixie with survival and a pouch of pixie dust. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm running on my own steam here. I love that. I rolled, uh, so I got a five, five, a six, and a six. So, okay. I am a wise witch with stealth and a pouch of pixie dust. Uh, stealthy witch nice stealth stealth witch <laughs> that sounds like a band i'd listen to yeah. oh yes write it down someone i i'm rolling i roll a three so i'm a kindly old wizard excellent yes uh with yeah, a but what's your character with Matt? i <laughs> 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 i'm not old uh, <laughs> kindly old wizard i have heal as my uh. specialization i've rolled a four yeah. So I'm a hospital wizard, and my item is an old grimoire. Excellent. Um, so I'm I'm just going to assume that I've I've got a medical book that's very out of date. <laughs> that sounds pretty good. I like that. Okay. Okay. So everyone, note those down. And the game also reminds you to give your magical being a name and write down their pronouns. Names are tricky, so I'll let you workshop that while we go through the others. I hate naming things. And now we're going to choose your spell. All of the invited guests at this party are adept in a particular magical ability, which they can use a number of times per day equal to their spellcraft stat, which we'll work out in a minute. So uh, let's go through in the order we did before. So, Luki? A six, so I've got invisibility. Nice. Write it down. Yes. <laughs> next. Who was next? I got Helen? a four. Your flight. I'm flight. a flying chipmunk. Oh my god, so I good. I love it. Okay, uh, Peter? I got a six, also known as invisibility. Nice. Uh, I got an eight, so I'm a shapeshifter. Oh, nice. Matt? Uh, I have got a. What is that? It's a one, a conjuration. Oh, nice. I like that we've got a Ooh. range. So, this you can use a number of times a day equal to your spellcraft stat. So, I'm going to do that bit next. Uh, you have three stats in the game, and you basically write down bond, knowledge, and spellcraft on your piece of paper. And then you assign each one a different number, so one, two, or three. And three is the best. You want to add more numbers to your roll, and one is the worst. And you just decide whether you have more bond, more knowledge, or more spellcraft. And that's entirely up to you. Right, and you want to talk me through what they mean, bond, knowledge, and spellcraft? So spellcraft is ability to use spells, I Yes, assume. and that is the one that you've rolled for just now on section two. And then bond is your love for your friends gives you endurance and strength of will. Aww. And... I want to hit him with the power of friendship. Exactly. And yeah, so knowledge is your specialisation from section one, which were the things like survival or healing or stealth, which I don't think anyone wrote. Okay, okay. Yeah, so it's pretty simple. And we give them one, two or three. Yes, just one, two or three. So nothing as a zero and you'll always be adding something to your role. Cool, I've gone for bond of two, knowledge of one and spellcraft of three. And I have mute. (laughs) I have gone for the exact opposite. Yay! (laughs) And so the way the rolls work again is basically you're using just a d6 and then if I'm saying you're rolling spellcraft to go invisible then you add your spellcraft modifier and yeah it has a little guide of what's a success what's a partial success so like 8 to 10 is like woohoo 
five to seven is partial, three to four is you didn't quite succeed, but it wasn't terrible. And then like a one or a two is, well, you can't roll a one, a two is it backfires. Oh God. Oh no. (laughs) And then it says also if your specialization applies, which was again, that thing in that first table, insight, survival, healing, blah, blah, blah. You get to roll with advantage. So you roll the same dice twice. I've got Hmm. fantasy name generator to get some fairy names and they are all insane. Oh, but good. They, good, they good, gave good. me some inspiration. Mm-hmm. One of them is Peanut Sea Mist. Which... Oh, God. <laughs> that, so sounds, that sounds like a Helen. failed, like, Helen. Yes. Thing. Chipmunk Peanut Sea Mist. Oh, my God. That's such a good oh. name. Oh, that is a good name. But I've gone for Lilibel Sunny Moon. That's cute. Oh, that's very, that's very pixie. I'm a fairy. Fairy, pixie fairy. I'm, I'm. All right, my my wizard's a racist now. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> Great. Oh no. <laughs> he is old, so I guess. Yeah, he's like an old accidental racist. He doesn't mean any harm, but just <laughs> still won't change yeah. his ways. <laughs> yeah, I don't oh, think he does it on purpose. I think he would he would be disgusted to know that he actually was upsetting anybody. <laughs> oh. Okay, last like gameplay thing is there is a like a help function uh, called it's dangerous to go alone. So before someone else rolls, you can describe how you're going to help, kind of like D&D, like, oh, I'm going to hold on to the thing so it doesn't move or whatever. Um, but you have to roll first and try and succeed, and then they can add a plus one. So you don't help a huge lot. A huge lot? Mm. A huge, huge amount. A huge lot. Uh, <laughs> there's also this uh, what you bring to the party in status. There is. I was about to go there, which is going to be really fun. Uh, yeah. So that's the last thing. So this is literally what item you bring to the party. So everyone grab a d6. And a D4. a D4, yes. So I left this till last because this, is, I think, is the thing that ties most into the plot, I guess. Not that there's a strong plot here, uh, but something <laughs> is going to happen. Looky. On my D6, I rolled a six, so I'm bringing food. Nice. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, and then on my D4, I rolled a four. Uh, so this is under, in an enchanted land, it's oh, like no. having a party like this. Even the food and decor will be magical. Roll the d4 to determine if what you bring is, and one... Sorry, on my d4 I rolled a one, and that is magical, so I'm bringing magical food. Magical food. Oh my goodness, okay. (laughs) Alright, I, on my d6, rolled a two. Extra chairs. Extra chairs. (laughs) (laughs) The chipmunk is bringing extra chairs. Are they chipmunk-sized chairs? Yes. (laughs) They're they're just providing for their friends. (laughs) Yeah. Great. Um, And on my d4 I rolled a three. So they are magical, but with unexpected effects. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Excellent. I rolled a one on my d6, thereby acquiring myself some uh, balloons. Right, and uh, so on the d4, uh, we're going to go with uh, magical. Well, no, we're not going with. I rolled, because that's how my hands work. <laughs> magical balloons. <laughs> magical, but with unexpected effects decided by storyteller. Excellent. Oh my god. Hey, Jacob, what you got? What are you bringing to this party? What am I bringing to this party? I am bringing... Okay, double ones. Balloon... Magical balloons. Magical uh, balloons. Oh, god, you're so balloons. balloons. <laughs> oh no. Alright, and uh, for me, I am bringing... <laughs> Predictably, I'm bringing drinks. Nice. Uh, and the status of these drinks is... They are... <laughs> They are magical, also. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god. Are, but not in a unexpected way. They are entirely expectedly magical. Okay, so you know what they do. We both brought enchanted food and have not yeah. communicated about the magic. At all. 
They're magical in some way. That's what yeah. they say on the tin. Like, I think yeah. for that one, I will let you decide what they do. So if you brought magical drinks, you can give them an effect. And as long as it kind of stays the same and it's reasonable. You know what? Let's do it. Yes. Uh, so that is it. Have you all got names? Yes. I do. Can you tell me them? Should we, should we go down please? the list? Yeah. Actually, no. Actually, actually, let's have you introduce yourselves in character as you arrive at oh, yeah. Lady Francesca's 30th birthday party, which is in a beautiful meadow filled with wildflowers, with a gorgeous ruined castle set against the setting sun. It's picturesque. There are some lights up, there's some big person chairs, there's some children's chairs, but it is lucky you brought the chipmunk size ones. There's some tables, people are bringing food, lots of people are milling around, there's some light music going on, definitely a lute or something. And who rocks up first? I think it's Luki. Levitating on her lovely butterfly wings into the meadow is a wonderful human-sized fairy. She's got long lilac hair and she's wearing a beautiful purple dress because purple is her colour and she's got purple wings. And and her name is Lilybell Sunnymoon. She is the local fairy godmother. She's in fact Lady Francesca's fairy godmother. She... She helped her when she had a curse put upon her and helped her find her way in the world. I don't know, Lilibel. I personally don't know Francesca's story, but Lilibel, of course, does. It's between Lilibel and Francesca. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's only drifting a few feet above the ground, but following behind her is a, a procession of walking tables heavily laden <laughs> with food. <laughs> with uh, with nice. sparkling food that is shining and bright and wonderful and is singing oh my as God. it comes along. <laughs> Does it go with the lute playing or does it like really clash and it's just trying to sing its tune over the lute? It, uh, it starts clashing and then it, it works its way in with the lute and okay. they all start together. The lute, of course, is playing of its own accord. There is no yes, lute player. It is indeed. It's a magical lute that's just sitting in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the, the trays and trays and tables of foods line themselves up in a sort of buffet style. You know, there are cakes, there are pastries, there are little pies and sandwiches and... Sounds lovely. I can't, can't think of food. <laughs> volavons. Dear God, I forgot. Volavons. Oh, there volavons. are so many volavons. There is a whole Canapes. table of volavons. The national Ma- dish. Macaroons. Yeah. Oh my God, I love macarons so much. Like two pastry and cake tables. Yeah. She's uh, mm-hmm. she's playing the macaron maracas. As a whole <laughs> table that is one big cheese board. Yes. Oh, oh. there's so much cheese. Um, the table itself. Thank gosh, the party's maracas. outside. Yeah, <laughs> and one enormous birthday cake that is the size of two people on top of each other and is decorated with scenes of Lady Francesca's life. <laughs> From the cake, you learn that Lady Francesca... <laughs> uh, no, I haven't got anything to elaborate on Lady Francesca. She is, as you know, turning 30. She's a youngish looking beautiful lady in fine roby dress medieval things regalia exactly not as in what shrek's wearing just as in this is oh, the whole okay. vibe of the game as far as <laughs> uh, potato, uh, potato sack yeah yeah it's a potato sack and shorts where did it's you get that oh a medieval thing yeah <laughs> she comes from an adventuring family who go around and do things like slay dragons she had an older brother who was very sadly lost at sea some years ago adventuring and fighting kraken oh no and her parents have long since passed away after we're also adventuring in far distant lands but she is nevertheless a happy young woman surrounded by magical friends and fairy godmothers and greets you warmly as you arrive with a big hug lily bell's main <laughs> job with her was grief counseling 
Oh, <laughs> oh dear. That's, I didn't mean for this to be morbid, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I was just trying to have you. <laughs> sorry. Was she, ever, was she ever placed under a curse? Did she find a handsome prince or is she single? Uh, she's oh, single. She's No, no, she's single, but um, maybe a curse was related to, like, you know, her feet grew eight sizes and it was really impractical to find shoes, so you had to lift the curse off the feet. Uh, that was the uh, worst. It's pretty irritating and kind of embarrassing. It, it, really would, take a great, it would take a great feet to lift it. Anywho, hey, oh, I'm, I'm here all week. I'm going to turn up. What up? Yo, it's me. My name's Hench Dippy. <laughs> um, of course it is. Hench Dippy. There's in the word hench and the word dippy. <laughs> that. I'm, uh-huh. a, I'm a pixie. Thank you. I'm, I'm a tiny little fluffy pixie. I'm a he him and I'll go around in uh, clothing. Um, I, <laughs> I, I first met the lady Francesca uh, after I was brought back from one of the many adventures. Because I, I was, I, in fact, a choose your own adventure. Um, <laughs> I, 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 was, I was brought back and they did a choose your own adventure and they found me. I'm a pixie with pixie dust. I'm the most ragged pixie on the planet. Oh, <laughs> I, I. It's on your business card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's, he's actually wearing quite a smart suit, but he's just a very raggedy looking. He look, looks like his grandfather lost a lot of fights. Has he got like yeah. a greasy beard that's a bit patchy? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, but it's That's like the kind it, of vibe it, I'm getting. It's designer grease, you know. Okay. It's, uh, <laughs> okay. You know, it, it's, it's gelled like that intentionally. That it, it's not oil; it's oil. Yeah, oil. oil. Yeah, I'll, I'll get it out of a pot. Um, How tall is he? <laughs> oh, is he like tiny? <laughs> Seven foot one. Uh, oh <laughs> my god! I'm a massive pixie. Uh, Are you sure you're a pixie? <laughs> Nobody's told hey, me otherwise. I was adopted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a pixie, a pixie by, by, uh, by culture. <laughs> no, I'm definitely a pixie. I've always been a pixie. Um, I don't know. Maybe there's a spelling. Actually, no, no. He he will be uh, he will be like I don't know, two foot one. He'll be a tiny okay. little pixie. Oh, I quite I'm like a, giant pixie. I'm I'm a tiny little pixie. Hello, Inch Dippy. Lovely to meet you. And he, he's <laughs> he's a uh, he, he's an adventuring consultant being on one oh of his God. own thereby he's able Excellent. to consult i love him he's he's turned <laughs> up by special request uh and he is bringing a set of magical well he's got a set of balloons is he flying in on the balloons he's floating in quite gently yes oiling his beard as he goes down <laughs> one, one hand on the balloons another band deep in the jar of oil <laughs> you hear him you hear him schlepping down <laughs> okay helen please save us from the oily pixie <laughs> well the uh, grass parts in a long tunnel and you just see it moving swaying 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 and then eventually something emerges sleek brown fur dark intelligent eyes and very large front teeth. Hello there. <laughs> my name's oh my Alpen. God. Alpen ah. Chipmunk. Oh, oh no. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Alpen, darling. Jail. Jail for 1,000 years. <laughs> oh, let it Been a while, darling. How are you doing? Oh, I'm wonderful. Thank you, Alpen. And how have you been? Oh, I've been getting on great. Look how big our Francesca is. Remember when she used to sing at me in the woods? 
Oh, I do remember. <laughs> I know. She used to just sort of wiggle back at her. Yeah, it was beautiful. We just danced. Oh. <laughs> How, How time flies. And yet I, of course, remain ageless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jacob. Hi. Um, Save us. I think around about this point, you will notice that there is a tree. I don't notice uh, nothing. Where did the tree come from? Um, no, no, I don't care. Where's the food? The tree was not there 20 minutes <laughs> before. And it is I wasn't here 20 minutes in... ago. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> and it is festooned in balloons as you watch a face just kind of manifests out of the wood, kind of writ in, in light and shadow. Uh, and I say, I'll be honest, I expected more people to notice me. <laughs> oh, well. That's what you right, get right, from wait, 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 wait. That's enchantment, that is. That ain't fair on no chipmunk you made a tree like that. <laughs> Technically, it's enchantment, my dear. And yeah. I will um, I will resolve my form into that of a, a woman who could charitably be called handsome. The most prominent piece of clothing is a long um, shawl, seemingly made out of matted leaves and fur and dried seaweed and with, like, clinking... Uh, pearlescent shells along the hem. It appears to be like vines or flowers in her hair, but they're kind of moving very slowly of their own accord. This is Granny Seja Nix. Lilibel looking as radiant as ever, I see. Oh, I thank you. There's like a sunbeam directly on her at all times. <laughs> I have magical balloons. Are they still they attached are... to you because they're attached to the tree? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they've, gone, they've gone from being in branches just to being like in a cluster in one hand. They just got passed over ah. from the shapeshift. So right, last last to arrive, to the surprise of nobody, you guys see a um, like a carriage, a horse-drawn carriage, come over the hill painfully. With no horses. Well, no, there is a pair of horses, but they are the dopiest looking horses you've ever Aww. seen. Like they they look like they they probably have been doing this for about three days. They don't look tired. They just look very very weary. Uh, and this this decorated foot covered in like dandelions and flowers. This carriage slowly slowly comes over the hill, and the windows are largely shut, but you can see plumes of smoke, white smoke coming out <laughs> of the uh, out of the windows. Uh, it finally pulls up after skewing a bit to the side, and then the door opens to reveal Jethro the Vague, wizard <laughs> of the cheerfulsome herb. Oh, <laughs> oh, yes. So Jethro the the cheerful some yeah. herb. His, I'm sorry, I'm dying. Box. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so Jethro the Vague, wizard of the cheerful some herb, is uh, a local institution. He's um, he's a wizard who is he. Well, the thing is, he like he <laughs> is very rarely seen without his extremely large pipe. Uh. He is master of all herbs of the forest. Uh, and mushrooms as well. Oh, yes. And um, he is regarded all over as somebody who likes to wander around and talk to people. Nobody really knows what he does, but he doesn't seem to cause any harm. <laughs> I'm getting mixed images of Radagast the Brown mm-hmm. from the Hobbit movies and Very much. Um, yep. Merlin from the Disney King Arthur. Yeah, I think if yeah. you take, yeah. like, absolutely, you take both of those and you stick him in a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> Oh, oh my god. Merlin of, did like, wear a Hawaiian jewelry. shirt. He is wearing oh he's god. wearing sandals like he is and he just kind of wanders over towards you guys and he's just Margaritaville like... is just blasting out of the carriage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like he has like he often has like a nylon string guitar inexplicably just around. Uh, and he walks over to you guys and he's like, "Hello. I am Jethro the Vague. Of course you know that already." 
Jethro, yes, we've known each other for hundreds of years. Oh, Hello. <laughs> ah, the old smoked trout. Wonderful. <laughs> Would you like Hello, some you jubilant two. juice? Yeah. I made it myself this morning. Ooh, wonderful. That's his, uh, that's his magical um, magical drinks that he's brought to the party. He doesn't actually know what they do. He has forgotten in the Excellent. ride over. <laughs> Is this um, wizard just always high? Yep. Just... Um, <laughs> he prefers to think of it as performance-enhancing drugs. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at that. This, this, uh, cucumber sandwich is excellent. And he just kind of... He, he, he zigzags towards the canopy table. <laughs> Francesca comes over. Lady Francesca. <gasps> Hello, that looks lovely. Lady Francesca, happy birthday. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Lilybell. Thank you, Alpen. Merry Christmas. Thank you no. so much, Jethro. <laughs> I saw the lovely Christmas balloon birthday tree earlier. Was that Saya? Yes, dearie. Lovely to see you. Oh, hello. You so long. so yeah. lovely to see you too. There's so many airy voices in one area right now. <laughs> You're hella old. <laughs> <laughs> it's so lovely to see all of my oldest friends here. I couldn't wish for a better birthday party. It's, well, I must greet, oh, I see, I must greet everyone. I settle in, settle in, have a nice, have a nice drink and a little nibble of this lovely, happy food you brought. It looks wonderful. I'll, I'll come back and speak to you very soon. And she'll trot <laughs> off in an airy princess-like manner and the flowers all, like, lean towards her or something. Alpin starts to move and then it's like, wait, wait, no, or no. Or something. Followed, followed by a parade of birds tweeting happily. Jethro is uh, is talking to the sandwiches and telling them about how they need to form a union if they really want to get treated better. <laughs> As he eats them. Yeah, he's just like, and then of course you understand that it's all part of the system and the only real way out is to break the system. And the way we break the system is, excuse me, this is delicious. The only way to break the system is to stop eating sandwiches. <laughs> oh my God. It is at this moment that something between the sandwiches moves. And Lilibeth, ah! you did not think you'd put it here. <laughs> it is a small toad wearing a little hat. Oh. Are you a prince? Hello, uh, sir. I am not a prince. Frogs. I also do not eat quince. I beg your pardon? I am not a prince. I also don't like quince. Oh, no, he rhymes. You're a rhyming toad. <laughs> you have in rhymes, my dear. I have a potion for that somewhere. Please do not cure me. It is all I have. That was free verse. <laughs> oh, 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 you can't go with innovative poetry. Oh, interesting. That's oh, good, just good, speaking. Good curveball. Maybe I, I, he can only speak in haiku. I ate grew on a, a little tree. cricket Whee! that I found in the thicket. He does a little bow. <laughs> Are you here for the party, Sir Toad? Indeed, I am. Yep. It shall be glam. <laughs> Jethro is, is applauding. Like, he likes this. <laughs> <clears throat> yes, he, he nods, gives a little kind of bow to everyone and uh, flourishes the feather in his hat like a little bard and uh, hops off the <laughs> table and uh, sculptures through the long grass towards Francesca. Mm. Yes. Can I change my spell? Because I don't think invisibility fits with... <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Can I change her to conjuration? Is Absolutely. That, right? that is more in keeping, yeah. Thank you. No problem. Anytime, Luki. Just come and see me if you need to talk about your spells. <laughs> Aww. Is there a yeah, dance what floor? Party Can games are there? Oh my god. So, yes, is absolutely. Is there a pin the tail on the donkey with a real donkey? No, I, Ooh. Mm. There's an animated cloth donkey. 
Let's oh, be ethical about this. And there is definitely a dance floor. It's in the middle of this ruined castle. So there's what used to be the ballroom, which has lovely tiles and little buttercups growing up between them. And there are flashing fairy lights, which if you look too hard are just giant fireflies trapped in vases that glow different colours. Someone has been at them with the magic. Poor things. Anyway. And you can go in there and have a little rave if you like. Or yes. there's lots of food and drinks and there's slightly more sort of sweet and wholesome activities outside. There's some little picnic blankets. It caters to all. You're going nice. to have a, a nibble on a mushroom volleyball. Careful, Jethro and, uh... hasn't been at that. Oh, no, no I, I, sourced, oh, I, was about I sourced to... the mushrooms from Jethro. I knew what I was doing. Oh, okay, good, 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 good. good. <laughs> yes, and then I, I will take one of Jethro's. What did you call your drinks, Matt? It's jubilant juice. I'll take a jubilant juice. Oh, can served? we can we do the thing like where we kind of cheers and we kind of link arms and then drink a potion? Oh yeah, you like oh, the background thing. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. Except we both make our arms grow longer and they just keep <laughs> yeah, they both kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Francesca returns to watch this. Oh goodness, I forget about wizards and witches and whatnot. It's our party trick. <laughs> and I am terrified. Um, I'm going to approach Francesca and I'm going to kind of hop up on the table but partway through I'm going to transform into a nice big round coin and land kind of face <laughs> up um, and go Penny for your thoughts dearie <laughs> oh, wow. I love that very good oh, oh. <laughs> hello Is who are we here uh, I don't remember inviting any coins but you look very shiny it's so nice to see you Ah, yes. I just wanted to carry on my best wishes for the day and check on how you were doing. Just wanted to catch up. Oh, that's okay. I think I'm doing okay. I do like birthdays. The cake makes me very happy. I'm missing my brother a little bit. It's a shame he can't be here to celebrate. But that's what the adventuring life is like. It does have its downsides, that's to be sure. I'll transform into uh, still keeping the the like gold, but it's like um it's like almost like a like like an animated Oscar statuette. Oscar's Ooh, creepy. statuette. Oh, nice. Nice. Um, nice. and so I'm just kind of looking around the ruined castle. Yes, thirties, big day. Not any yes. plans for what the future holds, dearest dearest. Not Francesca. really. I just like bumbling around and speaking to people I like. I like my simple life. Ooh, she's an NPC with a limited number of interactions. <laughs> I am. Would you like to know more? If you ask me this too many times, I'll repeat myself. No, <laughs> I was going to say, I, there That's is a toad creepy. who keeps following me around. Do you know where there's a toad following me around? Oh, is he the rhyming one? We can always hustle him out if he's bothering you. Oh, thank you. That's so kind. I mean, he's doing no harm right now, but he's rhyming some very strange things. And it's upsetting I, it my bard. It feels like he's been at this a while. He sounds like he's getting desperate. Yes, that's what I thought too. His you prose might be is mediocre at best. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're about to light all the candles on the castle, and it's going to look magical. Would you like to take all your friends over and come and watch? It'll be quite a moment. Absolutely. Okay, she bustles off with her dress, and all the flowers go. Ah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Lilibel is just checking the presents pile to make sure there are no spindles, no glass slippers. Oh, no very sensible, very sensible. Apples. apples. <laughs> what else would there be? Uh... Other things, yes. Yes, Other... we got it. Yeah. <laughs> before, before we gather, there's one thing I want to do real quickly, and it has absolutely everything to do with Jethro just being a concerned citizen and nothing whatsoever to do with him getting slightly paranoid. Um <laughs> 
Yeah, he wants to quickly just chat. To, are there like guards around, like the palace guards? Not really. She's a very relaxed princess. I think like there might be like one or two of her best knights, but they're also kicking back and drinking. You know, maybe wearing some armor, but with swords on them. All right, he'll he'll Is she have a, a princess he'll have a... or a lady. I don't know. I can't she's a lady decide. Princess. She's a yeah. He'll she's a like lady a princess. Minute... No, her she's princess Lady Francesca. Obviously. Ah. Nice. Oh, I see. So her name is Lady. Yes, but um, she goes by Francesca usually. She doesn't yeah. really like her first name. No. Yeah. Uh, and like, Jeffrey will have a five-minute conversation with one of those suits of armor on display, and be like, <laughs> excellent. It's so nice to see that you're really taking security seriously, and you're so disciplined. Oh, well, while he does that, I whisper to Alpen, "Could you go and sort of sit in the helmet and talk back to him to make him feel a little better? Do you think?" <laughs> <laughs> Leave it to me, Lelabelle. <laughs> and I'm gonna go over and I wanna crawl up sort of the back of the armor and in for a gap and then sit sort of just like stand in the helmet with my little paws sticking out, you know, bracing me so that I don't fall out of it. Alright there! Uh, We're security! <laughs> yes, well I just wanted to make sure that you was taking care of security, you know? Like cause I mean Anything could happen. There are evil witches and things out in the woods and, and, and taxmen and things. Oi, 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 oi. There are a lot of good witches in the woods too. Well, yeah, but I'm not worried about those. I'm worried about, about the evil <laughs> this ones. This They might turn me into a newt or something. Some of my best friends are witches. Well, some of my best friends are newts, but doesn't mean I want to be one. <laughs> That's newtish. Nothing wrong, babe. Nothing wrong with being an enchanted Listen, animal. Listen, there's nothing wrong with being an enchanted animal, I can agree, but you can't disagree that the freedoms that we are allowed as humans are quite different <laughs> to the freedoms allowed as an enchanted animal in our society. <laughs> that ain't the case, that should never be the case. <laughs> <laughs> the case. You can't deny the inequalities subjection. of this kingdom. <laughs> It suddenly strikes Jeffrey that talking to an armed uh, to an armed member of the hierarchy about uh, about the problems of that hierarchy may not be the wisest idea. <laughs> he carries on doing this as Lily Bell just kind of like comes over and takes his arm gently and walks him towards <laughs> where the fires are being lit. And oh, dragons yeah. don't even get me started about dragons; they are completely misjudged. <laughs> yes, I know, I know, Jethro, darling. We've got love, lots of lovely dragon friends. <laughs> We've got lots of lovely dragon friends, Jethro. Come along now. Look at him! Look at him standing there with his sword. He's an instrument of oppression. <laughs> He's got an important job, Death Jethro. He's doing his job now. Come along. It <laughs> takes a big toke of his pipe, and he's just like. <sighs> can I? Uh, can I get a puff? Uh, oh yes, there you go. Of course. She <laughs> On like... the left hand side. <laughs> <laughs> she she blows out a uh, a smoke ring in the shape of a butterfly. Wow. And it flies <laughs> off. Of he takes it back and and the smoke blows a leaf for the butterfly to land on. Aww. From the ground <laughs> near your feet, you hear. That is certainly pretty smoke, but I really hope you both don't choke. Hello, friends. Oh, it's, it's you, Mister Mister Rimey Toad again. What was your name again, Toad? I am the Eternal Toad of Verse. Ah, I'm Jethro the Vague. Would you like some smoke? <laughs> uh, yes, please. I would like some smoke, and I hope I do not choke. <sighs> he looks relieved. It almost sounds like you didn't prepare enough rhymes before you came here, Mr. Toad. That is certainly a lie. Please don't make me want to cry. Should have put him in a jar. cursed or something? <laughs> I am definitely oh, not at all cursed. I just like to speak in verse. Okay, that's bullshit. 
I'm gonna put them in a jar. Don't put the toad in a jar. We're not putting Hinch. the toad in a jar. That ain't the appropriate way to to treat a talking animal. If you try and put me in a jar, you will not get very far. Oh, fighting talk! Put him in the jar. I want to see what happens. <laughs> Don't put him in the jar. That's cruelty to animals and we to enchanted put... creatures. Does anyone have a hat we could put him in? I'm no, already wearing sorry. a hat. Don't be such a silly old bat. Ooh. What did you call my friend? <laughs> I'm not a bat. I'm a fairy. Because <laughs> at this point, you hear a sharp ding, ding, ding of a fork on a champagne flute, and you see Francesca stand up at the front of a crowd of equally bizarre creatures such as yourself and say thank you so much everyone for coming to my birthday i really appreciate you being here i won't make this too long but i just want to say i love everybody and everything let there be light and at this point there is a blinding flash of magical light as all the little candles that have been hidden on various parts of this beautiful picturesque ruin light up and flicker into the night and at the same time there's a huge puff of greenish blue smoke right next to oh. Francesca, which she seems startled by and leaps backwards a good two feet, nearly falls off her little soapbox. And I knew this would be a fire <laughs> risk. And in the greenish blue smoke, you see a very tall, slightly swaying woman with pointed ears and green blue hair spreads her arms and bows to the awaiting crowd, and Francesca scrambles back entirely befuddled. The toad goes, Oh, excellent. My mistress is here. I had wondered where she'd got to. Yeah! And no, it bounces no, to the no, no. would have been, I had wondered when she would appear. Also! <laughs> <laughs> uh, may I, I don't know if this is a mechanical thing, may I roll to grab the toad? You may roll to, to grab, grab the toad. toad. Um, let's have a look at our stats. I don't, Bond's knowledge I mean, or so spellcraft. Like, I mean, I, I, I have spellcraft conjuration, so can I conjure like a, a net? A jar. Yes, Ooh. or make your hand prepare. long or something, I guess. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> So you roll a d6, because we should probably roll by now, and you yep. add whatever your spellcraft modification thing is. So that is right. your chosen spell it's from one section two. for me. Okay, cool. So you roll um, d6 plus one. I have rolled a three total. Okay, so unfortunately you do not succeed, but you take no damage. So your sticky hand or you whatever out into the grass and the toad just leaps away with surprising may, may alacrity. I suggest that like being Jethro the Vague he goes to grab the toad and then he notices a rather tasty looking muffin on a table to the side oh, and his attention yes. is immediately grabbed by that may I one up you instead. and suggest you notice a particularly pungent type of mushroom growing in this beautiful meadow and decide that it really needs to be picked right now while it's fresh <laughs> a speckled delight excellent <laughs> very rare this time of year the toad Jethro the toad no the toad stool the toad stool no not the toad while Sorry. this consternation is going on I would like to just try to start sneaking around trying to get oh, close to stealthy. Francesca yeah I'll shape shift into shape shift into a cat nice nice oh that is a six so a nine all told Excellent. So that's a success. You are you disappear into the grass. You're probably something like a nice tabby, so the stripes really help you do a little tiger slink. Just to be clear, I'm heading. Uh, I'm trying to get close to Francesca, if possible, between here and our new gatecrasher. Okay, absolutely. Can I use my insight to see if I know or can work out who this person is? Mm. Absolutely. So that's definitely knowledge specialization. Yep. So roll two dice plus whatever your thingy is. That's a six. Woohoo! That's fat. Wow. Okay. That's plus. Uh, the maths. Success. Okay. So you look at this woman and you're like, huh, I think I 
The wavy arms, the wavy stance, the wavy blue hair. Oh no, this. Wait a minute, this looks familiar. This lady is no lady. She is a fey creature. This mm. is the lady of the endless story of the storm. The endless story of the storm. I love that. Isn't it good? Thank my housemate, yes. Ray. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> the lady of the endless story of the storm, everyone. <gasps> lady, the lady of the, of the story of thorn. <gasps> she looks very <laughs> affronted and picks up the toad as he hops to her feet and goes, I... Um, the lady of the endless story of the storm and the eternal guardian of the toad of verse. Excuse you. Ah, uh, sorry, I only knew after name. In our defence, the toad of verse thing is a new addition. Only about 20 years. Princesses have slept longer than that. <laughs> <gasps> True. Nightmarish. Let me say my bit, I arrive. And you all start jabbering. <laughs> Can I do that? Sorry, please continue. Entrances. Thank you. It was a very dramatic entrance. Thank you. I felt like I should arrive dramatically for my own wedding. I'm sorry? Yes. Well, is this not? This is a beautiful little party. And I am I not a bride at this beautiful wedding? I feel like my betrothed is... Oh, look, she's on the floor next to me. And she'll lean down and pull Francesca up by the arm. And Francesca's like, I've never seen you before. Yes. Yeah, I would. I, I, at this point, I would like to unshapeshift. Okay, you just pop between into... <laughs> her and Francesca. She drops Francesca in surprise and goes, "Oh goodness, that was a cat, and now it isn't. <laughs> it's a woman." <laughs> well, the, I was um... saying. Ah, oh, dearie, it's so lovely to see you, and we're of course so happy you could make it to this wondrous celebration. However, there seem to have been some. Wires cock-ups. The word is cock-ups. Thank you, Jeffro. That is highly offensive. There have been no mistakes, and let me explain to you why. See, I'm already married into this family. Hmm? No? And why would you need to marry again? Oh, hang I on. I married the whole family. We signed a contract. Leander married me, he said, and then he got lost at sea. And who oh, survives? It's it only Francesca. Again. She's basically already married to me. This is just a formality. Can I step up to wherever they are and kind of take hold of Francesca in a sort of defensive way? Of course you can. <laughs> like a mother goose. Yes. Oh, roll a bond. Ooh. Oh, nice. Let's Ooh. see how your strength of friendship and friendship. Friendship and family. <laughs> I rolled a six and I have a plus two, so that's an eight, my friend. Oh, good. That is a success. Yes, you look very protective and very familial. It is heartwarming to everyone around you. And the crowd kind of rallies alongside you and Francesca. Like, yeah. The, the lovely Princess Lady Francesca cannot be bound by any contract that did not involve her. At the very least, we can't just take your word for it, my lady. Oh, Could have written. I knew this would happen. She reaches into her wavy dress and pulls out a large scroll and she unrolls it. At the top it says, Deed of Marriage. And indeed... Oh, scroll. I thought you said a large squirrel. Yeah, I heard that as well. <laughs> she pulls That's how we make God, the squirrel as well. She reaches into her dress and pulls out a large squirrel, and the squirrel unrolls a large scroll. Oh, and oh, the squirrel. Okay. It's, a, it's a contract squirrel. It's yeah. a squirrel holder. And you see on the top of the squirrel scroll, 
the terms <laughs> contract of marriage of the lady of the endless story of the storm and in small writing underneath and the eternal guardian of the toad of verse was married on this day and there's a date approximately a year and a half ago uh prince leander brother of francesca ah son Can of I... blah, 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 blah. yes may, may, may i uh, use my knowledge to examine the small print <laughs> yeah sure she lets you get close so you can just like waddle up to her and peer at it she just holds it there while the squirrel holds it there for your inspection so you just do it now just do it now wrong uh, to the squirrel excuse me friend (laughs) Uh, and then i'd like to um get out uh, a magnifying glass and just begin to examine the small print let's roll for some knowledge oh oh nice well i've rolled four uh and that's plus two so i've rolled six okay partial success so yeah you you can read most of it before the lady of the storm gets a little impatient and in the small print it says unfortunately has married into the family of blah, 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 blah. And this oath is contractually binding, magically signed by the Fae Council. The Fae Council. But it doesn't say that, that Francesca has to marry her. It says she's married to Lysander. Well, yes, it says that. But he's dead and I have to be married to someone, don't I? It's how fairy no. contracts work. He assigned away are his family. Are certain he's dead? Like, are you 100% certain he's dead? Because you don't want to be a bigamist. Well, he's... Oh, oh, I don't mind about that. It's called polyamory, darling. Look it up. No, and no, he no, wouldn't no, mind no, either. no, no. That's a different thing. We don't let polyamorous people get married because of reasons. Uh, Jethro holds up his hands to protest. <laughs> yes, Jethro, we know about your six husbands. This isn't the time. Seven. You've gained one. You didn't invite me to the wedding. Didn't invite me So it was a rushed thing. I feel there may be more important matters at hand. I am not bound oh, yes. to your mortal laws. I need help looking after the eternal toad of verse. I need a spouse. I don't particularly care who. It seems that I'm already to marry to Francesca due to my very clever cause. He said he had a very pretty sister. But you know, if you can find me someone even hotter, I'll take it. I'll marry you. Wait, what? <laughs> Quest is over. <laughs> and that's the end of the episode, folks. Congrats. Yeah. Well done. Yeah, you want to get and hitched? I'll marry you. Oh, yes, who wouldn't want to marry Alpen? You're a little small for me, darling. Oh, oh I can make him bigger. Back be arranged. I'm bigger than the average chipmunk, I can tell you that. <laughs> oh, are you? Hang on. <laughs> Hang on. He's a five-foot-tall chipmunk. Right. Has no. he been human-sized Is he taller than me? I mean, considering the average chipmunk can fit in the palm of your hand, he's more like Aww. a beaver-sized chipmunk, you know? Oh. Aww, you you, you, you need you need to cup two hands together to hold Alvin. Well. Yeah, a bit, he's a bit bigger than that. He's like he's he's the size of a large cat. Okay. You're a chipmunk. I always thought you were a gopher. It's a chip hunk. He's a chip hunk. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I can marry you. Any fairy would be lucky to marry me. Wait, why does everyone? You want to marry me too, fairy godmother? I am Lilibel Sunnymoon, fairy godmother of the realm of Stardale. I am a catch. I mean, this is not quite where I saw this going. <laughs> well, we don't want Francesca to be forced into an unloving marriage, and honestly... Francesca shakes her head vehemently. I've had my share of them before, I'm fine. <laughs> I mean, she's well, making it sound like it's sacrificial, or I just think you're stunning. You are very beautiful as well, you are quite my type, so I, you know, uh, I, I was going to hit on you, but now that marriage is on the table, I guess I could go for it. I see. Lily Bell's had plenty of marriages before, but if you want some real solid, down-to-earth, good salt-of-the-earth loving, you come to Alpin. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I suppose we could share her. Polyamory is At allowed. At which point she, she goes, point of order, 
and transform shapeshift into Helen of Troy. Oh yes, of course. Oh my Ooh. god. Oh. Oh. Well, hold on. Now that's a trick. I see where this is <laughs> yeah, going. Is isn't, Helen, isn't Helen of Troy full of smaller women? Or is that not how the story goes? <laughs> what? <laughs> That's your best one to date, Peter. Oh, oh my God. God. I've gone mistaken with that. Why don't we all have a little pause while I think about what to do? Because this is an awful lot of propositions. And you can listen to some excellent verse from my toad. She picks him up and holds him out while she turns her face the other day and rubs, like, strokes her beard, you know, thinking, looking into the distance. And the toad recites, Spears a rhyme, toady. <clears throat> I am... A little toad. I sit on the big road. That was you need to beautiful. work on your material, but honestly... No, no, back up. This is my future <coughs> son you're talking to. Uh, a cat ate my sister, but I never really missed her. Aw, oh, it's like that sometimes I've had friends and family be eaten. You have to just kind of go through it, you know? I look up at the sky, get water in mine eye. Ah, uh, should be careful looking up at the sky. And with that, the lady of the endless story of the storm turns around and goes, well, I can't let you give him all of the excellent prose in the world, otherwise there won't be any left. Isn't that right, Toadie? Don't say anything. It'll have to rhyme. It's tedious. I have decided <laughs> what I'm going to do. I would like all of you... Oh, yeah. <laughs> what? Hench Dippy is snoring gently on the floor. No. <laughs> oh, well, one of you has fainted at my gloriousness anyway. <laughs> oh, wouldn't. You, you were... Um... You were going to say something impactful and probably pertinent to the story. Oh, I was indeed about to say something very impactful and quite pertinent to the story. You took the words out of my beautiful wavy mouth. It I have decided so wavy. that I can hardly look at it. It's wonderful. Everyone here must vie for my hand in marriage because it is beautiful and wavy, and I am beautiful and wavy, and I indeed wait, am wait the lady minute, of the endless story of the storm and eternal guardian of the toad of verse. What? Wait. Uh, does everyone have to vie for your hand? Yes. I, I haven't actually thrown my hat in the ring yet. No, everybody, <laughs> and the first round will eliminate all the candidates who do not wish to vie for my hand, but we're going to pretend that they do for my ego. Oh, come on, Jethro, it'll be fun! Well, I, the thing is, I don't really want another, another spouse. You'll hardly notice another one. Seven is enough, but I am quite competitive, and I don't want and to lose. And that's a reason why you shouldn't marry him. He won't appreciate you. Jethro, you can't win and not have another spouse. Of course, of course I can. <laughs> why don't you take care of Lady Francesca? Oh, look, why don't you help someone else propose to me? You know, be a team or something. This will be funny. Yeah, pal up with me. Come on, help me out. Oh, uh, be on yes. my team. Be on my team, Jethro. We go back. No, I said it first. Yes, but I've known him longer. The, 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 the beaver said it first, though. But I was, I, was, I was maid of honour at almost all of your weddings. Yes, but... I'll look over you calling me a beaver. I'll let you be my Mr. of Honor. <laughs> <I'm... laughs> he, just, he just takes a long take of his pipe. He's like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh. um... Maybe you should just look after Francesca while we so, do Right, okay. So, like, I, I have I have something in, up my back sleeve, but you okay, guys carry good, on. Good, he's going to, like, he's going to wander over to help Francesca. What Excellent. back um, sleeve? Um, Why do you have an arm on your four trousers existed, okay? <laughs> his back pocket. You're not... This is a pre-trouser era. There's yes, no trousers exactly. in Stardale. And yet we're not wearing shirts quite long enough. Jethro the Vague, Wizard of the Cheerfulsomeness, and Inventor of the Backsleeve. <laughs> <laughs> so, vie for her hand. This is not where Fossil is going. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> I am 
Where did you foresee this going? I don't know. I say you didn't think we would all instantly want to marry the Fae Witch. <laughs> Have you met us? Well, it looks like this birthday party has turned into a regular old suitor fight. Who could have guessed? Look out for next week's episode to find out who wins the wavy hand of the mysterious woman. But until then, thank you for listening to Diacast. If you'd like to keep up to date with episodes and announcements, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Diacast, and on Instagram at DiacastPod, and subscribe to us on your favourite podcatcher. And hey, if you enjoyed listening to us, maybe consider giving us a rating or review, or sharing us with a friend. We'd really love that. You can also now support us on Patreon, and we would absolutely love it if you consider giving us just a few pounds a month. Go to patreon.com forward slash diacast to check out the tiers and rewards available. Diacast is Lukey Slynn, Matt George Lovett, Jacob War, Helen, Peter Wellman, and H. Folklands. Our logo and banner art are by H. Folklands. The Diacast theme and the Once Upon a Birthday theme are composed and performed by Matt George Lovett. This episode was edited by H. Folklands. This week we were playing Once Upon a Birthday by Lynn M. Mayer, a link to which can be found in the episode description. And at least for this week, that's how the Dyer cast. I mean, the, th- the thing that I had up my back sleeve was about five minutes later, Jethro was going to rock up with like, Everybody, this is Clarence. Excellent, <laughs> do it, do it, do it, do it. I'm- I met him five minutes ago at the bar. He's just be some random. <laughs> he's my hot nephew, bloke. and he's very eligible. Oh no, he tries to set her up with the empty suit of armor. <gasps> oh my yes, right. So yeah, Jeffrey walks up a little bit later with the suit of armor. He's like, oh, we set it up. I have met a friend, and he still hasn't worked out. There's no one inside the suit of armor. It's very pliable. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs>